Here we go, spring of 2021. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. Welcome to the 1080 Outdoors Podcast, episode number 89. We are not watching a brewer game on this episode. We are going to talk about some turkey stuff, some situational turkey hunting. Mikey C., the turkey doc, laid out some crazy stats, and then we're going to get into a little bit of cover crops and an update on my property. So, joined by Jed. And Weston, so this might be Hello. kind of a quicker epi. This might be a little quicker epi, but hey, we're still here. We're still delivering it weekly. We were just talking before the podcast. It's kind of difficult to talk about turkey hunting right now because it's just like, I feel like we've been talking about it forever. I'm kind of excited for it to get here and start hunting again. Outside, it feels like, like I was walking around the woods. I'm like, this is turkey woods? Mm-hmm. Like second, third season turkey woods? We're looking at a spring right now that might... I mean, we've definitely been set back into reality here, but we're looking at a spring right now that might get close to competing with, it won't, but um, spring of 2012 was extraordinarily warm in March, and the picture of me with my turkey first season, the hay is shin high, like probably got cut within a couple weeks of that season. But then we've had first seasons recently where the hay isn't even hay yet. It's right. not even green yet. <clears throat> well, in recent memory, I can remember at least. Because the turkey you missed, that was over a hay field. Yep. And that hay field was deader than fuck, and that was second season. That mm-hmm. had not even greened up yet. Think right. about that. But I think yeah. that was also the year that we got all the snow. I was going to say, New yeah, season that, that and was, first season. <clears throat> yep. Within the last three or four years, I know we've had at least My God, the alfalfa is storms. as bright green right now as... Yeah. As ever. We're solid month. Month ahead almost, I think. I th- yeah, I feel... T- like, our people, people aren't planting weeks. corn yet, are we? No. Are they? No. Not that I've seen. Not here. I haven't seen, but all the fields are worked up and ready for it. Mm-hmm. I suppose last year was right around second week of May. I think when people started planting. I think we had a decent... We must have had a decent spring last year, too, because I don't think it was... I think it was pretty nice, actually. But, geez, we had a run there for a couple of years. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. That youth season we went hunting, <laughs> 14 I mean, inches I feel, of snow. I feel like every youth season I've hunted in has been terrible. As of late, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I saw, this, I saw this upcoming weekend, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a memory with uh, with us hunting five years ago or something. It was looked terrible. And the last time we went, it was actually terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Wait, middle- was it the last time or was that the? Was the last time we went when it was like really cold and windy? Yeah. Or was the last time we went when it when all the snow happened? No, really cold and windy. Yeah, so there was like two or three years in a row. Then you went through a blizzard that one year. Probably. Yeah, the one year was 14 inches of snow. <sighs> Kids shot a turkey, Danny B's son, and then we tracked it for like 300 yards mm-hmm. through a foot of snow because it was the second day of the snowstorm. The yeah. first day of the snowstorm was like during the – it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because – like the Saturday morning, it wasn't cold and snowy, and then it just progressively got colder. 
and then started snowing and didn't relent until Sunday afternoon. Yes, it was. The Saturday morning? No, it was not. Which morning was it when I woke up late and then to meet you guys? And in- That was that morning, and it was there was no snow out yet. I think both mornings had snow. You're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the next week when we went to Cuba City. No, that was a different year. No, it wasn't. It was the same year. Because hmm. we had two snowstorms back to back weeks. No, the first season. Yes. No. I'll bet you hundred dollars. I will take that bet. Really? Yeah. Because Shea no. <laughs> because the youth season that it snowed that much, we hunted first season up here, and we hiked in on on the Friday, the back forty. No, that was on opening day. No. Yes, and we hunted there, and then it was the Friday that I killed one underneath the, the strutter decoy back on Woody's. That was the same year. No. Yes. Cuba City Wednesday came back in the snowstorm, snowed all night. Then it snowed like 12 inches that night, and then you uh, and I went out Thursday maybe. morning. Okay. Because it wasn't, it did not snow in Cuba City during the day. We killed the turkeys. Mm-hmm. Don killed a turkey crawling behind in, in the, the snowstorm. Snow storm, yeah. We drove back and snow it snowed blindness. like twelve yeah, yeah, inches yeah. that night. Yep. And then it was Thursday that we <clears throat> hunted unsuccessfully in the fresh with a bunch fall. of snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Friday yep. was yep. like everything had melted. Okay. Yep. I was wrong. Damn it! We couldn't give him a fucking shake on that. That could have been a hundred bucks. I'm so certain. Obviously, I wasn't that serious. Because it was the last videos that I edited, and I was not a piece of shit then, I guess. So that's why I knew so well. Um, but, yeah, then the must the year after that must have been crappy, too. That was the cold and windy year. And then all of our youth. Well, last year was cold. Last I year when Jeffrey killed first season was, like, 22 or something, I think. Real cold. Yeah, even second season wasn't, like, no. overly hot. A little worried about uh, and and fourth season was a bad cold snap too. Yeah, that might have actually been colder than second season. It'll be um, interesting to see what happens here. Hopefully, we don't get nailed with a bad cold front because apple trees are already all budding out. Yeah, that'll be a nightmare. <sighs> yes, it will. Weston, what do you got going on? Just getting geared up for fucking second season, really. Why do you always gotta say the f word? Yeah, what's your obsession with the F-bomb? I don't know. It's like you purposely try to say it. Is it because you don't get to use it at home, so you have to use it here? Possibly. It could be why. Subconsciously, I just use it when I'm not at home. Jeez, man. I don't think I use it a lot, but maybe I do. No, I Somebody made a comment to me the other day about it. <laughs> They're like, why is Weston swearing so much? Yeah, I don't know. It scares me. I have a problem. Sorry. Well, it's not your only one. <laughs> you admitted it. That's the first step um, to recovery. Got a new job. <clears throat> I did. Congrats. Thanks. You're going to have more free time to hunt, or are you going to be too busy to hunt? Mm, the thing with this is I can kind of pick and choose, but I can't, I, I can't get like Kind of, because su- you don't want to be a dork. Super cheesy. Or it's choosy, yeah. So Cheesy. <laughs> you are cheesy. Um. So <clears throat> I let them know what seasons I had, obviously, and uh, I probably won't get to hunt, hunt much of like weekday mornings. Probably none at all. Yeah, that's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I get done at a decent time usually, so a lot of You start peeking stuff. into the old private sector. This is what I did, and I was like, hey, I'm going to have so much fucking free time to hunt. Yeah. It's a little different decision-making process when you literally 
Right, like if you, you don't... being out in the woods versus you making money. Right. It's not like it's I can, unfortunate. I, I can't take a paid vacation day. <laughs> no. I just uh, if I don't work, I don't make money. Yeah. Jed's been living that life forever. Yeah. Well, he gets some paid vacation. He uses it all. But you had promised. No, I don't get any paid vacation. No, he gets none. I'm saying. He's always done that. Yeah. No, no work, no pay. But you That's had always you had a promise of guaranteed work no matter what. Yeah. Oh. Right up until winter 2020, it was that way. But yeah. Then she started drying up a little bit, and I thought, ooh, I better not be taking so much time off yeah. right about now. Yeah. Must be driving you nuts. I'm yeah, I'm not doing well mentally because of it. But yeah, I, mean, I think I'm a. We're looking at a week now, till yeah. opening day. Week from tomorrow. Isn't Jace old enough to go hunting? I take him youth hunting. Uh, How old is he? Four. Six. Oh no. 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 Even six, I think, is a stretch. <clears throat> it is a stretch, but they technically there is no age. Yeah, there is, there is no, no age. age Correct. It's, but, odd, uh, it's just up to it's up to the adults to make it. Well, I guess if you decision. wanted to go out there and hold the gun for him and like sit him in your lap. Or no. supposedly, wasn't there like a thing where people were getting tags for their infants? Probably. Oh, yeah. And then, like, yeah. What's the thought sh- process behind that? I mean, the thought process of doing it. Yeah, but how do you. I would assume you buy it for the infant and then you probably anything. shoot it yourself and then your infant takes it. Well, I would imagine that happens more for deer hunting than. Right. Where party hunting is legal. Yeah. Oh, he was within. He was within. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually it's kind of it's, it's kind of legal. He was within actually. earshot. Kind of. Although I don't know how you could. Get I mean, an, I don't know how you can get an infant to um, consent to letting you have their tag. I never That's heard true. of like infant, but I heard like two year olds. You know, and toddlers. But yeah, I'm thinking. I don't know. He he seems. Jay seems a little interested in like the outdoorsy stuff, but. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's pretty. I might. Young. That's I might, pretty young. Four is. I took him with. I actually took him with, deer hunting in a blind last year, gun hunting, and but like had to bring stuff to keep him distracted, obviously. But he he made it for like, three and a half hours, which I thought was pretty impressive. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll graduate to turkey hunting this year a little bit. We'll see. It's an easy one, especially late <clears throat> seasons. Nice right. warm afternoon Just in a blind. blind. Yeah. Honestly, it I think matter. if you like making sounds doesn't matter you know, out in the field, right? I th- yeah, exactly. I think if he and if if he, if he even saw one, had an encounter, I think it would you know that just magnifies everything. Yeah, hunt turkey hunting has to be the best way to intro people, and it usually happens this way where you, people get introed and start liking hunting through turkey hunting because it's just I don't know interactive i do yeah that's yeah, well that's the biggest thing yeah it's, uh, i had well i had never went until i went with you when we were in, you know in college together. why you always like but touch me i don't know grabbing <laughs> me when you say that it's but weird. uh that that's what really i liked about it was just like how vocal and how interactive it was yeah the my hearing like, versus things, deer hunting hearing if if deer gobbled or bugled nobody would be yeah nobody would ever be sitting in a tree stand right I mean, it's the gobble is, it's everything to be able to hear things. I mean, but it also gets you in trouble sometimes. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I have a hypothetical for you. Good. 
You get to keep one. Only one. Is it the gobble? Or is it the spit drum? For me, the gobble, because I don't have... I mean, I definitely can identify a spit drum, but you are you have, like, some sexual attachment. <laughs> I was going to say, for me, it's easily the gobble, because I've never heard the other one. You've heard it, but you can't comprehend it. Or I haven't, it. I haven't felt it. You can't comprehend it. I haven't felt it. Um, can you feel a gobble when it's close? Do you feel the... the can you feel the... Um, like the rumbling? The rumbling. Kind of, I guess. I feel like I kind of noticed it a little bit last year, but... I maybe I'm trying it's like too so, hard. It's like so distinct. Too it's so distinct to me so now. Like, I need to hear I, the drumming. I need to hear the drumming, and then I'm like, well, not, no, it's not, not drumming. It's not drumming. It. it wasn't the drumming I'm talking about. When yeah, they, yeah, no, when they gobble about. and they're within a specific distance, you will hear the like like in their in gobble. The gobble. Correct. Okay. Then no, I haven't. So like you hear the gobble, like, but then within the gobble, there's like a and before. Old timer they used to hunt with told me he's like if you hear that it's they're within shotgun range, and at the time when I first heard it they probably were. But you say, but you over can, time you I, can I, hear I can hear it like from I think I can hear it two hundred yards now. Two hundred. It's like a. It's like to me now I feel like it's if nothing is in the. Ah, I don't know. It's tough. I want to say if like nothing's in a direct, like as a direct acting as like a direct barrier, but. That's the thing. If if they're just over a knoll and your, your barrier is the hillside, but they're close, but the audio doesn't travel, but you pick up that, mm-hmm. that's how you know, like, oh, shit. They're out in a He's wide open right field, the and they're like 40 yards away. Yeah. What do you think? How far do you think you hear it out to? I'd say at least 100. But I, mm, I almost... I'm going to say like 60. Really? That's where I feel it. I feel like I can hear drumming farther away than I can hear the rumble and the gobble. It must just be like a weird thing in everyone's ears mm-hmm. that it's like different. Because mm-hmm. I get it. Like, I understand what you're saying where you're like, I'd never heard it because I, when I, when I, when I was younger, like I didn't understand what they were talking about yeah. until you hear it and then identify it. And then it's just, then it's like riding a bike, man. You don't lose it. Yeah. You just hear it. Every That's time. how Turkey hunting is in a lot of different ways. Way more, way different. Like it's, like, there's just, like, these weird little woodsmanship skills that you pick up naturally over time. Like, how else do you describe a mouth call? That's what it is. I mean, just over time, you can just also automatically somehow do it. Where before, you couldn't even have it in your mouth. Like, <laughs> tickle in your... Tickle yeah, in your I don't know. I'm, I still feel like I'm pathetic with one. So Does I it still even... tickle your mouth, though? No, yeah. it doesn't. But, I, like, there's a there's a, like, the cadence and everything. Like, I'm just musically not inclined to keep time and... Yeah, but so I get like really. But you can weird put it in your time. mouth and yeah. make a call. I can make noises with it. It just like the cadence. Like I hate the cadence that comes out of it sometimes because I can't control it. Because I don't know. I have no musical talent. You think it comes from music, musical stuff? That's how I. Well, that's my perception of it. Yeah. Like just I like keeping it rhythm. Like, yeah, I couldn't play. I couldn't play an the... instrument where the fuck because I couldn't like Whoa, keep dude. time. Why you gotta say the f word all the time? To don't drive even question home, him. To drive home my <laughs> point of not being him. able to do something. Don't question him. God damn it. <laughs> You're tone deaf. It's, yeah, that's what it is. Noggle made a comment from off. I probably didn't come through, but he said you're tone deaf. It's well, tone that's thing. not true. I I can pick up how I'm fucking it up. I just <laughs> yeah, can't but control you can't, it. You can't connect the dots of what it sounds like to what it should sound like and then just make that connection with your ear, essentially. 
No, I can't like. He's saying with my with my diaphragm and with my tongue, I can't like connect the two to like make it all. Yeah, I know. Sound so good. You, so your but brain, I know that it sounds yeah, bad. Your brain can't take what it sounds to where it needs because I don't. There's no way I can, I don't think there's any way to like say like this is how you make it sound good because it's just like something that you obviously you hear things and then you you just do it so much that yeah. it gets there but like it's not a tone deaf thing though because when i hear good calling i know what it sounds like when i hear my calling i'm like yeah that ain't i know it. that but your brain isn't getting you you're the Lance to... Keenan of the woods <laughs> <laughs> your brain isn't getting you to where you hear what yours is to where you want it to be that's what i'm saying and that's only that's how i think most turkey calling with a mouth call how you improve you're calling me mentally weak thanks <laughs> no it's just, it's that, that that's my it's it's saying my point even more where like turkey hunting has these weird weird woodsmanship things like general just like skills that you pick up unlike other other things well yeah and it's all it mostly it's comes like down to it's calling like a, it's like in wrestling where because you just we all don't, of a sudden we don't get to hunt many things where like calling is that important unless you're a waterfowl hunter you know like we're not running around bugling an elk every year yeah you do get a lot better at calling too if you're out there every day for right 60 days in a row. Right. Which I had a few springs like that. Yeah, every day. I mean. That's fucking nuts. I don't think it was 60. I think the one year was 40. That would take you at the end of May, yeah. Plus yeah. U season, yeah. Yeah. Fucking well, Dave Owens does it yeah, for. Yeah, Dave Owens, like 150 or something, probably. No. How not? Starts in February. First week of February goes all the way into June. That's four months. So like, he did a hundred. He did a hundred last year, something like that. That's a brain disease. <laughs> that's a brain disease. I I can say that because I had a brain disease when I did the four days in a row. That's just a brain disease. Like you just just part of your daily routine. Get up and do that. I don't know how. Oh, he does. Um, he has like a he like works Pest for control. some yeah, where he just. Works his dick off. Well, it's for it's like his brother-in-law too, or something. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, just so you know, I'm spring, just not gonna be around. But he's yeah, he's probably a freak worker yeah, all year. Oh, I'm sure. Hell of a guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Very cool um, stuff too. What was the scenario you mentioned? Uh, you can only keep one. Oh, that's right. Spit drum or gobble, and I would go gobble. Really? Yeah, you can't call them in based on spit drums. Oh, you kind of threw a curveball. Mm-hmm. I really thought you mm-hmm. were gonna. You you do. I like some... the spit drum better than the gobble. Yeah, but like as it. far as hunting the turkey goes, man, it would suck if you're walking around calling just hoping for a spit drum. <laughs> you can hear. <laughs> All right, so the turkey doc, Mikey C, <clears throat> as you said in the intro. Yeah, Mikey C. <laughs> doctor Mikey C. Yeah, doctor. Are we uh, are we cool enough to call him Mikey C? Probably not. With him? Oh, he's probably not. I don't know. I feel like last I feel like he likes talking about like drinking beer and stuff. So <laughs> I don't know. I would assume he wouldn't take too much offense to it. Although he is a professor, I don't know. That shit could be kind of weird. Let me pull up his little post. So he does uh every week Tuesday he does a Turkey Tuesday post. Um, it's more of a turkey novel. Yeah, I mean they're long, but they're very informative. And they're great. Yeah, I fucking love them. Yeah, I'm, wish, I'm like it's uh, one of the first things yeah, I look I at every Tuesday. Love them. <laughs> this Turkey Tuesday is about gobbling in weather. So visit Wild Turkey Doc. 
on Instagram. This Turkey Tuesday is about gobbling and weather. Us turkey hunters pay close attention to the weather because our own mental notes tell us that weather can influence how much gobbling we hear. But what does the science say? Well, some cool work recently completed by Wild Turkey Nerd. Nice. Shed some light on the subject of why the tom that is rattling the woods in this picture doesn't always do that. We know from previous research that the primary drivers of gobbling activity are hunting activity, negative influence, hen behavior, nesting efforts, positive influence, and time of day, most gobbling around sunrise. But weather matters, all that much less than these other factors. So he's saying Albeit. that, what'd you say? Nothing. Albeit? Albeit? It's all bet. All right, go ahead. All right, Jed, what's your thought on it? It's all bet. I don't think so. Um, so he's saying hunting activity, which is, I mean, yeah, you hunt, hunt birds for a couple of days in a row. They're not going to gobble. Time of day, sunrise just seems to be, it's not even comparable. Um, so using 200,000 gobbles across hunted and non-hunted sites, We've seen that, as expected, gobbling declines markedly on rainy, windy days. <sighs> windy sucks, but rainy. They might not gobble as much, but they're better to kill, I think. I'm like, Why don't you mark or that in, down? Or immediately mark after. Mark that down as situational, a rainy morning. Got it. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. But we also see cool relationships with barometric pressure and temperature. Increasing barometric pressure compared to the previous day has a positive influence on gobbling. When the pressure is rising, you should hear more gobbling. On the other hand, higher temperatures during spring result in a drop of gobbling. As a turkey hunter, these both make sense to me. Increasing pressure is typically associated with passing of storm fronts, and when fronts pass, we often have cooler temperatures behind them. It's the same thing as deer hunting, where people draw the relation of barometric pressure and cooler temps. Um, and the sun's out. To being barometric, I don't see like who gets the who gets the the blame. Is it because it's clear? Is it because it's cold? Or is it because the pressure's high? Because they all kind of relate. If the pressure's high, it's going to be clear and cool. Right. Um, I think it is the pressure because I've had clear. I've had clear, not necessarily cool. So I've had, definitely had clear mornings where you thought it was going to be awesome, but maybe a little humid in the air, and I could probably. But I've had mornings <laughs> where it's foggy, and that barometric pressure is not going to be high then. It's going to be as low as it gets because it's going to be high humidity, but it's sunny. Hmm. I like to go back to some of those days, this weather. we got to think you're taking it from a small sample size each morning. He's doing it. I've over probably had 200,000 gobbles I've heard in my life. Nah, probably not. I highly doubt <laughs> that. Probably not. <clears throat> but you're from one area is what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's talking turkeys throughout many different areas. Oh, I completely agree with it. Just saying, when when we talk about barometric pressure, temperature, and sun. Pressure on the rise. I think it's just the pressure. The pressure is what drives everything. Yeah. So that's what... The pressure is going to drive attempt to be low. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be clear. Like, if it's it's clear, it doesn't necessarily mean the pressure is high and it's cold. But if the pressure is high, it's going to be colder. For them. I mean, can you think of – we look at it a lot more closely in deer hunting, so I'll, I'm going to try to track it a lot more this year during turkey hunting. But Do we need to start, like, counting gobbles every day? Yeah. All right. You know when it's on fire. 
Like, you know when you stepped in the woods in the morning, you're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Four 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that what's <clears throat> It's tough to kill them when they're gobbling like that. Yeah. I was going to say the day that... No. The day that Taylor and I missed that one, <laughs> there was, like, no gobbles. Correct? Yeah. Zero. And when you he, missed that one? When we we did, yeah. When and he, both he did. And yeah. he just appeared. No. There was come some gobbles. Yeah, it was... It was not that was a cold it, no because it was, you, a, it was you, a not impressing impressive showing of of morning gobbles but yeah. there was definitely i don't think there no, was any because you're thinking of the video where i'm like oh i guess we're done because like there was nothing happening but i think that was actually they were gobbling on the roost and then flew down and then shut up yeah maybe okay <clears throat> might be right i just remember it being like i remember jed because jed was in the middle and he goes no, oh, this is a shitty morning. This isn't gonna like this is gonna be terrible. And yeah. we could just see the fan mm-hmm. above the. God, that would have been so cool to kill that one. But hey, you know whatever. There's a giant turkey too. Yeah, it's a fucking. Just had out. hooks for days. A beard that hung down like fat. And the footage was sick. Footage was incredible. Jed. Yeah. Jed. Thanks. <clears throat> Jed with his slate purrs. That's what turned them. Oh, yeah, big time. They were going to do the old fucking run around. So what do you think? <clears throat> Pressure and temp and clear? Honestly, haven't paid enough attention to it to speak. All right, fair enough. <laughs> well, you're going to come to me as the secondary expert? I'm going to agree with what the uh, turkey doc said. Yeah, I agree. With, yeah, so, completely agree with him. I believe in science. The interesting thing on the... Jesus Christ. Interesting thing on the, um, let me look at the graphs here. Instagram graphs were cut off, so it's hard to see on there. <clears throat> Change in barometric pressure, it just increases from <clears throat> 0 to 14. And it shows that if you have a 14 melbotic change, is that how you pronounce it? Sure. Um, You're always right. MB so change. Gotta be. There's an expected number of gobbles of 140 compared to when it's zero of 30. That means that's <clears throat> that's damn near 5x. It's four and a half x, four and a half times more gobbles when that pressure peaks out. It seems like it would matter. And then temp. Temp ranges from 27, where there's a huge amount of gobbles, 80 gobbles down to 79 where it's at 30 so two and a half x a little bit colder a higher pressure can you get some more i wonder i wonder at what temperature it starts going back the other way yeah like what uh, how cold is too cold no how cold is too cold that'd be nice to see i'm surprised they have 27 even in the picture considering where most of their studies probably took place yeah true i would almost adjust those temps as Minus to, 10. To a region? Well, I mean, I was like, if his temps there are the lowest 27, I think most of their studies are probably taking place down south. So I would subtract 10 degrees, and I would assume that that graph would hold true at like 17, 15, 17 degrees here. Oof. Have you been out listening for gobbles? Not much. I haven't at all. It's been too windy here. Like, I can't, I, I don't know of a morning where I walked, oh, I heard, one morning I walked out and I heard one. 
But I don't know, but morning I walked out, I'm like, hmm, good morning. I'm going to go sit out and listen. It's been so fucking windy. Yeah. Noggle, has it been windy? No, I love it. I think it's excellent. <laughs> I love being outside in this weather. <laughs> yeah, today is terrible. Didn't today, waste my time this morning. Today Every sucked. Fucking day. Yeah. It is. It is. Well, Seems it looks like it's going to be this for a couple days yet. For yeah. sure. I mean, it sucks. You get a little bit of moisture, and then it just instantly dries up quick because it's just going to fucking blow. Yeah. We, yeah. Need, we, we need rain aggressively. Aggressively need rain. Are we just picking up where we left off last year? Because Jesus Christ. <laughs> I planted 12 acres of seed. Pretty uh, yep. fun experience yeah. for well, me there. I planted a quarter acre. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Culverfield? Yeah. Where at? Down uh, where the um, beans were? Uh, the lower bean field, yeah. Nice. What kind of clover did you plant there? Uh, a mixture of clover. Yeah? Yeah. What kind? I can't remember. God damn I didn't it. pay a whole lot of attention to it. White. Um, it was mainly white and then some other ones that I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> Red, Alcyke, a, a little Crimson? Li- no, it was weird names. Those? Oh. None of those are weird names. What the fuck else would you put in? I didn't put now anything. Now I'm concerned in. about what you put in there. Yeah, I don't know. And some oats. <laughs> God put some oats in there. Oh, I did. Uh, I actually want to hear about your 12 acres of seeding. How yeah. how'd that go? What would you use? All right. Well, let me pull it up because you know how I. So it started where I got a, a worthless 100-pound fertilizer spreader from um, Track Supply, and I thought it would work pulling behind a UTV. Okay. Trash. Okay. Put oat seed in there, doesn't come out. Yeah. Makes me want to fucking puke. Okay. So then I go up to the local hardware store because the rain showed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to get in tonight because there's no rain coming for like weeks. Mm-hmm. So I went <laughs> went and bought all the seed. It's like 4.30 in the afternoon. Went and bought all the seed, rented, tried to seed it right away. So now I'm at like 5 o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I got to go up there before it closes. Went and got a three-point spreader. Again, it's for fertilizer. But it says on there you can plant clover and grass. And you could if they just fix something. So I planted, um, we'll call this the, the NRCS field because it's in the NRCS package or NRCS grant. And you have to listen to what they do. Red and white clover. <clears throat> red clover obviously is the soil builder white clover is your perennial stable base that's going to be there for years um then i planted this is also for pasture remember that um well let me see on next year anyways i planted timothy grass <clears throat> and um God damn it, I need to look it up again. It was kind of a boring mix because of my the rules I had to follow. And I wasn't exactly pleased about it. We've been going back and forth all week about it. <laughs> you and the NRCF? Yeah, me and Big John. So this is this is not the uh, pollinator, pollinator mix? Not yet, no. All right, so Climax, Timothy. You don't get too excited there, Weston. Um, Dion Oats. <clears throat> and ogle oats. Ladino or white Ladino, Ladino white clover. Um, and then tall fescue. And then medium red clover on that plot. 
And then the other plot I did <clears throat> red, white, crimson, alcyke, a shitload of oats. Oats using it as a nurse crop. So oats is just like cereal or like winter rye or whatever, winter wheat. You treat it as a nurse crop. It'll come up quicker. I plan on grazing off the top part of it. If you graze it, supposedly if you graze it right at when it's close to getting to seed, it'll terminate, and then the rest of the blend will kind of pick up. But I think the oats also kind of come back too. Um, and then for the pollinator stuff, it's another back and forth game I'm playing with them. I'm trying to get way more clovers in the mix. They're pushing back and they're like, no, you need to get these specific seeds. There's like 20 native seed blends native prairie restoration <clears throat> in the mix it has so they give you these mixes that you're supposed to do mm -hmm. the pasture mix they only had six pounds an acre of grass and two pounds an acre of clover i planted like 30 pounds an acre of grass and 10 pounds an acre of clover because i'm broadcasting and i was like why the hell are these rates so low he's like that's what people want to do because people are so <laughs> Minimum, like they just want to do the minimal amount. And if you look at like, especially if you're broadcasting clover or grasses, like you need to, it's, it's a lot. Like, so the oats, I think it was like 40 pounds an acre on some of those spots. Cause I, with the grasses, then I seeded heavier with grasses in the ditches and then seeded heavier with clover on the flat, not on the flats, but on the rises. Um, so anyways, the big thing of the pollinator planting that I'm in an argument with right now is that they don't want to include switchgrass, but they want to include little blue stem and uh, Indian grass. Well, little blue stem and Indian grass, yes, technically they're probably better for pollinators, but they do shit for standing up in the winters around here. They're like weak. So I'm like, hey, <clears throat> we need to get to the point where switchgrass is welcome in here because I want to do an outside barrier of switchgrass and then the inside of the pollinator planting can be whatever you guys want it to be. It's gonna be a bunch of forbs, legumes, like some grasses, but not very much. Just those the only grasses in it is, um, I think the only grasses in the mix are the Indian grass and um, little blue stem. And then I, they finally got back to me today and said I can do a switchgrass because switchgrass. Not a big fan of it for the monoculture that people plant it as. There's some people in the industry that are pushing for fields full of switchgrass. You're fucking stupid, honestly. <laughs> Just gonna say that. Um, it's a monoculture. It's dumb. Deer cannot eat grass. Turkeys can. Turkeys will be fine in it. I mean, turkeys will lay eggs in it, and it's good cover for them. But including legumes, forbs. You need, I mean, that's, I think that's the most beneficial thing for, for deer, especially. So I always do lining of switchgrass. Um, so yeah, that's how I, and then I'm considering <clears throat> a mix from green cover seed that is 40 different species of garden variety. So it's a giant garden <laughs> and you just toss it out and, uh, it's not very like um, there's like watermelon, pumpkin, squash. It's like all that kind of stuff. It's not very 
like easy to harvest, but it's kind of interesting. I'm going to plant an acre of it. And then whatever we don't take, the pigs, and the pigs will eat it. Let's all look at everything. But they, so my other rant was going to be on the cover crops that I planted last fall. So I sowed in, I sowed in like a normal cool season um, cover crop, which is typical fall food plot, seed blend, whatever. Didn't take because of the drought. And then I sowed in um, winter wheat, probably like a week of season or something, real late. And all of that shit right now is at like ankle high, shin high. And I'm looking at all the acres I seeded that we just talked about. And if I would have just broadcasted all that winter wheat out there, we would be way further ahead. Because the winter wheat, like I'm going to go graze it in two weeks graze it right down on the ground and then drill in uh beans corn and i'm gonna get a lot of barley out here i haven't got i haven't got the barley because i have to fucking specially order it but we're gonna get a lot of barley going on in these mixes so the barley will actually be in the pasture mix too chickens will like that so that's pretty much the gist of that move the cattle out there soon Get some cow pies out there so I can kill turkey over one of the shit piles. That's my that's my uh, goal for the year. Have you ever hunted your dad's pastures much for turkey hunting? Me? Jed? Not, yeah. not a whole lot. There's just never a whole lot of turkey activity out there. I know. It sucks. Why do you think that is? I haven't put my finger on it. I have... I have my ideas. And they are lack of corn... And uh, beans nearby, and kind of though, but not and really. Also, the highway. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's it's weird. Yeah, I feel like it'd be an awesome spot for him. Yeah, like it should be. It's gonna be interesting because I have no turkeys here. I killed one last year, but it was fucking lucky, and I and I didn't like how I had to kill it. I had to sit there all day. Um, I have successfully brought pheasants on another property. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing them a lot. I, haven't, I guess I haven't technically seen one on the property, but I know for a fact they're they're here. Um, it will be interesting to see turkeys if we can get them here a lot. I think my um, I'm pretty sure I canceled my cell service with the Cuddy Links, but I think they just didn't cancel it, or it's like they're such shitty cameras that they just forgot to turn off because I keep getting cell pictures of it and I'm not getting charged. I guess. I mean, you might as well make up for something because being making the worst system ever. But um, I have not seen one turkey on them. And I haven't checked all the trail cameras yet, but I do have some cell pictures sent in to me, and I haven't seen any turkeys on them. And I haven't really seen any sign of them out there either. I don't know what it is. It pisses me off. I want a bunch of turkeys back, and I don't feel like we don't have any. Did you see many turkeys this last week when you were driving around? I did. Saw a lot. Saw <clears throat> places you can hunt. Nah, two two places I could hunt. I saw a decent amount of turkeys. Which places? Secret. <laughs> Damn it. Have you been seeing anything? Uh, no, not in the. <clears throat> I haven't really done much. Uh, oh, I saw it some that morning. I'm not surprised. I saw it some that morning that you went out. 
Yeah. I took you that picture. Yep. I didn't see any. First flock I saw so far. I just died, but I, I don't see, dive I around as much. And though. I didn't see any flocks. I saw onesies, twosies. I've been getting a couple on, on camera. Like onesies and twosies. Like explain that to me. You saw a tom and a hen? Yeah. Really? Yep. Or just like three hens. And a tom. And nothing. Mm. And like a tom by itself. Two jakes by themselves. There's no question when you get that when you get that warmth, they start doing things differently. There's absolutely no question about that. All right, what's the most situation you had for tonight? Um, well, I have two of them. You want me to just pick one? Just one. No. Just one. We'll start with one. Um, so one of my questions is, what do you do in the situation that a Tom hangs up? We'll just say it's a lone Tom, okay? Hangs up at you know anywhere out of range, hundred yards, sixty yards. What's okay, your go-to, well, what's your go-to strategy? It? Which one is it? 100 yards? We'll say 100. In the timber or out in the field? In a field. So you visually see it and it's hanging up at 100 yards? Yes. And I don't have TSS number 9 shells to shoot it. I don't know what that means, but I don't think there's any shells that can shoot that far. Oh, there is. Allegedly. Yeah, they're, they're called rifle shells and they're <laughs> illegal in the state, but that's okay. Um, Not in Tennessee or Kentucky, <laughs> whatever that state was. Tennessee. Um. Uh, I would say go crazy. Yeah, do you have decoys out? Yeah. To make a Your racket, decoys? Make a, make a scene. Just go fucking nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> the one thing you said that it cannot, I don't think it can ever be assumed um, is that it's by itself. I think a lot of times when they get hung up, especially on a knoll like that, is there's usually a hen somewhere. Um, and they've just kind of like moved away from them a little bit, and then okay. they've appeared. So the the just tom has appeared and the hen has not. So let's just assume. We're, we're, let's just assume. Has there been a hen or is there just one just one single tom hanging hanged up hung up? Yeah, yeah. I would assume there's more turkeys with them, um, but I would assume that, but it doesn't mean that it's true necessarily. So what are you doing? You're either. Yeah, I'm making I, I would, a scene. I would if you have a good set of decoys out there, I'm be calling a lot at it most likely. Jed and I ran into this problem last year. He was for sure alone. Yeah, but I think there was hens in the woods no, that kept clucking. I don't. He was alone. So make a fucking racket. Try to situation there is peak he his interest. He probably could have been killed a couple times if he just went over like ten, five more yards and we could have got out and ambushed him. That's definitely a thing you can do. Um, Jeffrey and I did it. <clears throat> Same spot you missed yours. They come over that knoll. They hang up there all the time. Um, and Snuck they, out. They just went over the knoll up, and you just see their fan. I was like, whatever, get out. Um, ran down their decoy. Walked, I mean, walked right up like 10 yards of them. Killed them. Hmm. So uh, it depends on the terrain. It depends on the terrain more than anything. Um, depends on who you're hunting with. If it's you, I'm probably not doing that. So if they're <laughs> if they're out of sight, if they're out of sight and in the woods, I would go silent treatment. Yeah, just shut up. Silent treatment, or if there's multiple people. See, the problem is we always have fucking cameras. So there's like two people, and then one person has a camera, and they're like, if I'm videotaping Jed, I'm probably videotaping and calling, and he's shooting. Um, in that situation. Ideally, though, if you could, the person calling should move back. 
move away. Like from 20 there. yards. 30 or yards. More. Yeah. Um, it's just moving in general. Like, depending on where they're hung up at, like, just moving slightly. Yeah, I've I've yeah, noticed, just, I've like noticed like on them when when you're especially if you're running and gunning and you can get them to respond and move a little bit and not commit. Yeah. If you if you have the ability, you know, with natural barriers to hide your movement, if you can move another 40 yards, sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, either way, too. Like if you can crawl up 40 yards and close right. the gap where you all you now all you have to do is pet, bring him 10 more yards yeah. and he'll show himself. You know, we live in hilly country, so that we have that benefit a lot mm-hmm. of being able to crawl. And honestly, the biggest mistake I've ever made, the most consistent mistake we've made when we're sneaking up on a bird is thinking that the bird already spooked. And then being like, where is it? And then fucking stand up or start letting yeah, it guard right down. It's right there. Yeah. It just went, yeah. It's just gone silent. Because... They will do that. They'll just go that. dead silent. Like, I did they won't that. be drumming. They won't be doing anything. I did that two years ago. Oh. I like peeked up over a hill, and the fucker was like right there. Mm-hmm. It because it's a natural. Like, it's what the gobble. It's a go- it comes back to the gobble. The gobble puts this anxiety in your head, where you're like, oh god. You almost rely oh too much on it. Absolutely. Oh god, if it's not gobbling, it's gone. Well, and I'm just not a, like, I'm just not that patient, either. Oh, and turkey hunting makes you less patient. Like, just the turkey hunting is, I mean, it can drive not being patient. It's a good thing to teach people to be patient because it's easy not to be. Right. So, yeah, that'd be, that'd be the big ones. Um, but, yeah, out in the middle of the field, you're sitting there looking at it. Like, Jed and I situation last year, we just I threw everything we could at it. Threw everything we could at it and obviously still talking the whole time. Like, all right, if this thing does not, he just weirdly stayed in sight forever. Which usually does not happen. Yeah, because normally you freak out at the end. Because normally you freak out and make a make a rash decision. Because like what what made us sit tight was the fact that I had a gun that I could shoot fifteen yards with. Yeah, this was with the That's right. Time. That's right. Right. Yeah. So like yeah. he was hung up at forty yards for the for a lot of the time. I guess I shouldn't say majority, but a lot of it. Yeah, he would have been dead. Normally. Right. Yeah. But the whole time we're talking, we're like, hey, okay, if he goes out of sight, like you just sneak. Mm-hmm. You slip out the back bottom side of this and like start crawling at him with a decoy. Because I'm 100% confident if you have a decoy in front of you, you can just be a out of the field. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that, and that scenario was just you get out there, you get out, and then have a de- start moving with the decoy ahead of you and they just stay behind the decoy. Um, and it's kind of a – it's hard to me- – I'll you, say it's hard to mess it up, but like, as like long we as did you forever. stay, as long as you stay below the decoy. Yeah, I feel like you have you to like can be on your belly and just moving it forward. Yes, like inch I feel by like inch. you can get away with just about anything as long as you stay below the decoy. Once you start peeking up above the tail fan, bad things happen. Yeah, you can't peek up. I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's you like it's through. like you can like you can like lay on the side of it. Yep. Honestly, that's how I killed mine last year. He's laying on the side of well, it. Well, you there's not a strutter decoy that they make that's hiding you. Well, that's big be old, real. Uh, that big old one that I used to have. I, that's that's of... not hiding you. <laughs> it is a better chance, but it's not hiding you. No, that's that's true. I was shocked as anybody that I killed those ones last year. I killed that one last year. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. I'm good. Next week. 
maybe we should wait until Wednesday afternoon for next week so we have an opening day to talk about. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.